Hello and welcome to oh, a quick special edition of the uh, First Ten Podcast. Um, joining me, I've got Ash. How are you, mate? I'm good. Yeah, interesting to talk about this. This is yeah. probably long overdue in regards to what everyone's been talking about and whispering and hearing about. Yeah, so well, I'll get straight into it. Um, Lamar Jackson tweeted today um, a letter to my fans. I want to first thank thank you all for all of the love and support you consistently show towards me. All of you are amazing, and I appreciate you so much. Um, I want you to know. I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions. In regards to my future, as of March the 2nd, I request a trade from the Ravens, uh, for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that's met me or or been around me know I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team win the Super Bowl. You're all great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. Um... I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we all sort of knew that it was probably on the cards, but yeah, it's uh, as once it actually happens, it's always uh, it's always a bit of a shock, isn't it? Really, but um, I mean, might as well get straight into it. I mean, what teams do you think are in the running to go for him? I mean, it looks like his two first round picks. <clears throat> if you're uh, good on the uh, tag, but I'm assuming teams can negotiate a deal outside of that, but. I mean, I'd assume that deal would probably be giving up more than two first-round picks, wouldn't it? But, uh, yeah, I mean, who who do you think are going to be the interested parties in this one? Um, I, For a while, I had the Colts tipped when this all first yeah. broke a few um, a little while ago. Um, and Lamar was like, oh, basically, they put him on the... They couldn't work out a deal and they put him on the um, exclusive rights tender. The... In my head, I was like, "Who's gonna Who's gonna want to pay for it?" And then when all the stuff came out of this team's not interested now, this team's not interested now, it was just it stunned me to be honest because of this guy is a former MVP, um, and you're talking about one of the what one has a, some elite traits where no one is like him in the NFL. There was a couple of teams that didn't come out and say it. One of them was Colts. Um, uh, and with Station uh, coming over from the Eagles, they've just run a really good offense. He's run a really good offense there with Jalen Hurts. That kind of player, like a Lamar, and him would work out quite well. The only issue for me is I don't know if the Colts, because you're not just trading the fourth overall pick in this in this instance. Yeah. You're also trading for probably a 200 to 250 million pound contract. And that's where the sticking point comes in with these teams. I think I don't really think it's the compensation. I think it's the money. Yeah. And it always is. It always has been the money, to be honest. If you, if you take account what's happened this off season in regards to Aaron Rodgers, um, where they're talking about, oh, they want the compensation for him. But if you actually dive deep into it, you'll see how much money is involved about moving Aaron Rodgers this isn't gonna. This isn't about the compensation for Lamar of two first round picks. This is the conversation about do we want to pay this much money as a guaranteed? I personally would. I think that even if you work it out in regards to franchise tags, 
because obviously that's guaranteed money. If you played on the franchise tag over three seasons, I think that's the most you could play on the franchise tag is over that three years. I think Kirk Cousins did at that time. But yeah. it kind of works out about 45-odd million over that span. So you kind of, even if you played on the franchise tag for three seasons in a row, you kind of guaranteed that 133 over three seasons. And then you just reevaluate because everything moves on. Like we talked about the contracts of these players three years ago, what they are now, all these contracts from these quarterbacks. And now they've gone from 35 to 45 million within a blink of an eye over the course of a season. So it's going to be really interesting to see who comes out of the woodwork after this. I think it's just made it a little bit more, maybe open in regards to what we're seeing from we're getting a little bit more info every day in regards to what Lamar has been his situation in all of this because we don't because he's not got an agent we don't hear from Lamar's side that much so now all of this has come out we're like oh right you you asked for this trade on when the 2nd of March and like we no one's really heard about it but I think that given the aspect of the free agency, I think this has probably come personally. I think this has come out because Lamar knows there's one or two teams he's now interested. Yeah. So I think that I don't know if he would have released this statement if there wasn't any suitors. So I think that he's released it because he knows there's one or two teams that are sniffing around. And I think that they want, the emphasis to be pushed towards Baltimore to have to sell him rather than, Oh, we don't have to. Whereas I think that if nothing comes of this, I don't think he, he, I don't even think he plays on the franchise tag. I think he just doesn't play that year. So it's going to be really interesting to see what you do with a player like that. Like we've seen it in the past where we talk about teams having, having the power over these players in regards to money, but you kind of, you have had these, inklings in the past with Deshaun Watson in regard because even the stuff with Deshaun Watson before all the lawsuits that season before that happened he refused because he didn't want to play so he just flat out said I'm not playing for you anymore even though he's under contract he just didn't and then the, then it came out with all the cork and the lawsuits so and we have seen it with other players come out and say we're not well I'm not playing on it you're gonna have to trade me or because I'm not playing on it so this is kind of the next stepping stone in regards to the Lamar saga. Where is he going to go? The Colts made a lot of sense. It depends on that. If you want to give up that fourth round pick and uh, that fourth overall pick, because even though you're not getting a player as in the caliber of Lamar, that fourth overall pick is going to get you a high standard quarterback. Even if it's someone like Levis or Robinson, not saying that he's anything like Lamar, but, you're not having to pay 200 million for Robinson, whereas you have to with Lamar. So personally for me, I'm shocked that teams like Washington and Tampa aren't big, big into this because their picks are, what is it like 16 or 17 and Tampa's at 20 odd or something like that. 19, 20, you're giving away, say if they do trade these two, these two first round picks, if that's all it is for him, I think that there's ways that they can get that amount of money on that roster without doing too much damage. So personally, them two teams that I would be, I think Tampa for me makes a hell of a lot of sense, but because now they've got Baker in, does that really put them out of that market? Most probably. But for me, if I was a GM of them, I'd, I'd be like, I, I don't know why you would not have been knocking at the door of Lamar Jackson and saying, oh, I think we can get this guy in on this amount of money. Yeah. 
I mean, I assume if the deal gets done after the draft, it just goes to 24 and 25, does it? I don't really know. Obviously, it's not one of them things that comes up that often, is it, These uh, this tag? So it's not one that, you know, tons and tons about. But yeah, I assume that it's uh, if it comes after the draft, it just goes to next year, which probably opens up a few teams because, I mean, you'd hope if you're signing Lamar that you're going to have a pick at the back end of the first, wouldn't you? So, yeah, yeah. it's... it's um. I mean, I'm, I mean, what do the Ravens do if if they if they lose Lamar? Are they just sticking with what they've got? Are they are they a team that all of a sudden gets opened up into drafting a quarterback? It's, I mean, it's where they're where they're drafting right now. I'm not sure there's going to be one of them top four guys, but I mean, are they in for someone like Hendon Hooker or someone who I can't think? I'm, yeah, who else will be the fifth quarterback off the board? But I mean, are they are they in play for someone like them if if they do lose Lamar? I think they might have to. I think that they would might have to move. Maybe not if maybe not if they're after Hendon Hooker, they, they maybe wouldn't have to trade up. But yeah. to get a half decent quarterback in this draft, you're going to have to move up. So does that put you in the position where you're going to want if you're trading Lamar? Are you asking for a high? draft pick in this scenario for this year yeah. because he's now come out and requested a trade does that now turn the, the exclusive tender on its head and say actually now we're not we don't we're not putting that tender on him we're just going to trade him for what we can get for him which then puts into oh they might trade for the following year's picks what i could see happen is that maybe not enough teams have maybe talked about this is that we could be in a situation where a team that has an established quarterback trades for him. Yeah. And that quarterback gets, t- gets moved to Baltimore where we saw in the regards to Goff and Stafford that year, where yeah. the players okay. were swapped team and that the picks were made up, even though S- Stafford got moved and they got Goff and they got first and et cetera. But you could even see, because at the moment, everyone's trying to play dot for dot with the teams that haven't got quarterbacks. But it might be as simple as a team comes into this and in play from this and is like, no, we'll do this and you can have this guy instead. The one team I would say would be really interesting to keep an eye on would be the Minnesota Vikings. Because mm-hmm. they've got a they've got an established quarterback, but he's been there long enough now where they've never quite got over the line with him. So do they flip it on its head and change their dynamics and go in for someone like Lamar and say, okay, we'll give you Kirk Cousins and a 24 first and a 25 second say, and then it kicks the can down the road in regards to that. So it might be that you start seeing things like that come out of the woodwork in the next few weeks. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, team like them. I mean, they've clearly been. It feels like they've been trying to sort of move on from Cousins for a few years, hasn't it? But uh, yeah, just never really found a way. Um, I mean, the favourites right now for to get Lamar are the Falcons, which would, I mean, straight away make them a team that actually worth watching from uh, from where that where they are right now heading into the season. And I mean that AFC South there for the taking, isn't it? Really? So um, sorry, NFC South. Um, I mean, so they they would make a lot of sense. I think the Falcons, especially with uh, where they're at right now, I don't think they're I mean, they're tied in at quarterback, are they really? Um, if okay. someone like Lamar's available, then I think you go and get him. I mean, somewhere you would like to see him go. 
Yeah, but I could see it makes a ton of sense, really. Obviously, Arthur Smith being there, they very run heavy play action sort of team. So it would be it would be very familiar ground, I would say, for Lamar yeah. to go there. Um, okay. Again, I mean, it's one of the God, where you just, you just think there, there's. If I'm honest, there is too many teams that should be in the Lamar yeah. hunt, and it's not, which is just really weird. And it kind of it's only going to come down to can we fit that amount of money on our salary on our yeah. salary cap? Um, but, so we we'll we'll see with a few of the aspects, but I can definitely see the Falcons being like they're kind of out of the running for the top, so they're going to have to trade up anyway. Which means if you're trading up into the top three or four, then you're going to have to give up a first next year anyway. Most likely, like I mean, Carolina gave up multiple firsts to move up, so then they could have just used their multiple firsts to get Lamar. So. It's one of them ones where teams that are hovering and thinking, well, we're never going to get one of them top four guys anyway. Then why would you not just go after Lamar? Because you know what you've got. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it is a it is a weird one to explain away. And I mean, if we just take it at face value and assume they're not colluding in some way, like all these owners, as it has been suggested, if we just sort of assume that isn't the case, I mean, what is it? Do you think? Just the money, or do you think it is that he has? What's it? The last three seasons he hasn't finished out. I know this season was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? But um, before that, he has, I don't think he has actually finished out the two seasons before it either. Yeah. Is that is that a concern or do you think it's it just... It is a concern, luck? yeah, because because of how he is as a player and how he runs the ball is a concern. But I think you just have to take that. You have to take these... You have to take it of what, for what it is if you're looking to win a Super Bowl and get a ring. You have to take risk. And even though that risk involves money... We've seen it recently where the LA Rams threw buckets of money at that team to win a Super Bowl and they won it. And now they're in a bit of turmoil because of it. It's going to take risk to get Lamar Jackson in regards to health and financial risk. But I personally think that that risk is worth it because just because these first round picks, there's no guarantee that taking a player one overall like the Panthers are going to do in CJ Stroud, there's no guarantee that they're going to be paying that man about 40 million over the four seasons or five seasons it is. I think it's four seasons and a fifth-year option would make it around 50-odd million, I think, for his contract. I know that's only like one season for Lamar Jackson. But in the NFL, if you can get that window of one or two years to win a Super Bowl, you snatch it. With every with every part of your body, like so, why would you not try and do uh, get a deal done for Lamar? So, yeah, I personally think there's there should be more teams in, especially the ones that aren't really in the top five or six. So, like, I can see why maybe Seattle wouldn't want to do it because they're in the they're in that ground where you could take a Levis and just just gamble on it or whatever. But then as soon as you get sort of past like Detroit and you're in that Vegas territory, it's like. Jimmy Garoppolo would definitely rather have Lamar. Why are you yeah. paying him twenty odd million? Then you got Falcons are in the boat where you could you could definitely see them needing him. Tennessee like would be crying out for an improvement over um, Tannehill. Um, and then like you said with Washington, Tampa, I would keep an eye on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, um, and a a dark horse, a real dark horse for an emergence of of it. Could be the LA Rams. 
Yeah. Because we, no one really knows what's going on with Stafford at the moment. So are they collecting all these draft picks and selling the farm? Because their salary cap's just it's got loads of money recently because of how many players have gone. Are they creating money for that that very reason? And that's the hush hush one. Yeah. And I think I think the thing with Lamar is he can go to a team and doesn't necessarily need some of these other quarterbacks need a bit more of a team around them. He can go somewhere without great talent at receiver and yep. he's still producing. He's shown it before and I think that is going to be appealing. Yep. But I mean yep. if you I mean somebody's trading for a quarterback right now, it seems, is the Jets. They're probably gonna be paying the quarterback similar amounts of money in the end. And obviously yep. Lamar's probably gonna have a longer contract than uh, Aaron Rodgers is like to have. But yeah, I mean, if you're tra- trading between if you're choosing between the two, I mean to me it's Lamar, isn't it? I don't. I, I mean, it's if, a no-brainer, Lamar. Yeah, and you, you're going to be paying the same Lamar. sort of money, aren't you? And I mean, maybe exactly. the compensation is a little bit less for uh, Rogers, but I don't think two first is crazy, is it? Especially where the Jets picking what are they about twentieth or so, aren't they? Uh, range, aren't they? Thir- I think they're thirteenth oh. on this one, but they've got them two second round picks, haven't they? With that Elijah yeah. Moore trade, so they've got forty two and forty three now. So yeah. yeah, I think that, like you said, you're. They're they're about to trade for a player that ninety percent of him, he he said that I was ninety percent convinced that I was going to retire. So yeah. you're taking a hell of a lot of risk on a player that you're the Packers are going to Packers are in real need to get rid of him soon because yeah. after after June the first that that's that is a massive massive salary increase for dead cap for the Packers. So although they're I know they're talking now that you oh it's the Packers are just going to wait and make because they want to get a first. The closer it gets to June the first, they're going to be even in more trouble. So they're going to really need to move Aaron Rodgers because his salary goes from I think forty million dead cap to like ninety eight million in yeah. dead cap if they don't move him before June the first. So if you're the Jets, there's no way you're paying what you would what they're after for for um. Aaron Rodgers, when you could just, like you just said, you can just go out and get Lamar for that pretty much. If if they're saying, I want a first and a second round pick, you will just go out and just get Lamar for that. Like the yeah. risk is, far, if I'm honest, the risk is far less to get Lamar than a 40 year old coming off the back of a bad season that said that he was 90% convinced he didn't want to play anymore. So there's far more risk in that than there would be getting Lamar. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely where I would, uh, I'll be going if I had the choice, but. I mean, it seems that's already done, doesn't it? But yeah, it's it's a really strange one, this Lamar deal and, well, or lack of. And it, yeah, lack of teams interested just does not make sense to me. And yeah, it's... Uh, I can't wait to see how it ends up because it's obviously going to be a bit of drama, isn't it? It's going to be a pretty fun story that could rumble on for a while, maybe. Yeah, I think it might be one of them ones where we don't really see much go on even before the draft. I think that a lot of people are saying, oh, this will happen, but... I'm not sure. I think this might get kicked, the can get kicked down the road and this exclusive rights tender that people have set a deadline for with the 23 and 24 pick. I think when push comes to shove, I think that that would, that will go, that deadline will go, the deadline will be moved. And then all of a sudden we're talking about what am I going to get traded for in regards to the following year's draft picks. And then I think that that will bring into a few teams with these, players that are already established quarterbacks that might move in the opposite direction, similar to what we saw with Stafford and Goff. Yeah, it makes it an easier deal to do, I think, post-draft, doesn't it? I think yeah. 
I think, as you said, some of these teams that are probably involved <clears> maybe just picking a bit too high this year to yeah give up that and pay the deal. That's that's the I think that's the big thing. It's the pick and the deal, as you mentioned earlier. But yeah, yeah, God knows where it'll end up. But yeah, it's definitely exciting. I mean, hopefully in New England and trade for what Matt Jones in like a fifth or something, something like that. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, maybe maybe not. Um, right. Well, that. I was actually probably longer than I thought it was going to be. We we're going to add that on to another episode, but I think it's probably going to uh, be longer, <laughs> longer than longer than that episode was itself. So um, yeah, we'll put this on out straight away, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, it was a good discussion. But it's it's just fun to talk about these things, isn't it? Because there's so much unknown, and it's just so it doesn't happen very often. So it's nice to have something new in the NFL, isn't it? Because it's not always yeah. the case. Yeah, there's um, plenty of plenty of storylines at the moment that's going on. Yeah, um, where can people find more from you? Yeah, my Twitter handle is at Tills and 999s. Nice. And uh, you can find us at first and ten underscore. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about Lamar Jackson a lot more in the coming <laughs> weeks and months. But um, yeah, until next time, uh, well, make sure you go and uh, listen to all our draft podcasts. Um, we've got loads coming up. We've had a couple already out. Um, yeah, make sure you go and uh, listen to those. I think it's running backs tomorrow. Running backs or wide receivers tomorrow. I can't remember which one come out first <laughs> and then which one come out after. But it's one of the two tomorrow. So it's a it's a good one to go and listen to. But make sure you uh, go and listen to that. But yeah, until next time, we will see you later. <laughs>